Welcome to the Everlytic Bites Tips and Tricks podcast, where we share practical tidbits you can use today to get maximum business results from your marketing and business communication efforts. We're so pleased to have Kath Pay all the way from Tropical Antigua with us today from Holistic Email Marketing. Kath lives and breathes email marketing. She is a co-host of Uncorked and Uncut, an industry vodcast, and creator of Email and More, the first industry online panel series. Kath also currently sits on the Email Experience Council's Membership Advisory Committee and was on the UK DMA's Email Marketing Council for over 10 years. She was also the finalist for the EEC's 2019 Thought Leader of the Year Award, so she really knows her stuff. Kath joins us to chat about how to bring marketing back to email marketing. Welcome, Kath. Hey, thanks so much, Karen, for having me. It's great to be here. Great to have you. Email marketing has been around for over 40 years and has evolved so rapidly over this time. What do you think email marketers struggle with the most? I think they struggle with lack of budget and resources, which is often out of their, you know, it's, it's a challenge that most email marketers have. And that's because email marketing is seen as the workhorse and it delivers high ROI, return on investment, with very little actually budget behind it. And so in order for email marketers to go to the next step, they do require those additional resources and budget, but they don't always get it. So they're kind of struggling with that. I think generally speaking, I think that's the beginning of the issues, really. Mm. And in your book, Holistic Email Marketing, A Practical Philosophy to Revolutionize Your Business and Delight Your Customers, you talk about bringing marketing back to email marketing. Can you unpack this a bit for us? Yeah, sure. So the way it works with email marketers is that no one actually (laughs) wakes up one morning and says, oh, I think I'm going to be an email marketer. Generally, it's a case of we tend to fall into it, you know, so we kind of we're a web designer and we turn into designing for emails or, you know, someone's left and we need someone to take over the email marketing function. So we really do tend to fall into it. And because of that, then, We tend to be driven or we learn as we go along. And so we learn Mm. very much from the features, from the tech that we use, because email marketing is a very tech-driven industry, right? So they're learning from the features, and that's not always a great place to start. So what we really need to do is start to sort of educate email marketers so that they actually become more rounded email marketers and that they become strategists. Even if they're a, a coder, they should still, you know, understand the strategy behind email marketing. And so really that's what it's all about because we tend to be very much focused on those features, those, those tools that we're using. And so we're very limited and we're very tactically driven, right? Very focused mm. on tactics rather than the actual strategy. So when I say bringing back marketing into email marketing, what I'm saying, let's go back and let's start being strategists and understand our audience and understand what makes them tick. That's really what it's all about so that Mm. we get a more holistic view of the customer as such and we're basing our strategies 
on them, on the consumers and our audience and what they require from us, as opposed to just basing it on the tools that we're familiar with and the features that we use on a day-to-day basis. And I'm not saying don't be tactical. Of course you are. The tactics come together to actually help you to create that strategy. The tech is there to help you to make that strategy come to life. So tactics and tech all come into play, but it's not the right place for us to be starting at. The strategy is where we need to start at. Mm, And I I think you hit the nail on the head there. If we don't understand our audience and what we're trying to achieve and which channels they communicate based on, we could just be blowing in the wind. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, And that's what I see a lot of marketers are. They've got the best intentions, but, you know, coming from where they're actually starting from, that's all they end up doing is that they've got these great disconnected programs which by themselves seem to be functioning well, but they're not giving that ultimate customer experience to the audience. And that's what being a marketer is all about, is making sure that you are giving that ideal customer, joined up customer experience to your audience. Agreed, 100%. So what are some of the tips and tricks you can share that will help us as marketers follow those steps? Okay, well, I'm going to use the rule of three. And I like that you've got three questions because you've used the rule of three too, because I think it's very, very (laughs) powerful. So we've only got a few minutes. So the rule of three is great. Check it out. I write a lot about it. It's incredibly powerful, but that's actually not one of my tips. (laughs) Um, I'm just going to give you three tips, right? So the first one is basically what we were just talking about. Start with a robust strategy. Now, the idea with the robust strategy is that you've actually detailed everything. It's there. It's talking about what you've already done and what you're going to be doing in the future. It's going to be a living, breathing document, and it's going mm. to be continually updated. And the ideal place, uh, well, the, the, the thing that works out to be fantastic from it is that even if you then go and leave, you've got something there for the follow-on person. Because mm. too many times I see, you know, no one leaves anything behind, and then they start from scratch again. And again, that's costly and it's, it's painful. So start with that robust strategy and the whole concept behind this is that you are now the director of your customer's experience, right? So that's tip number one. Tip number two, building upon that, is actually to be using what I call holistic testing, which is scientific A-B split testing, not just for the short-term results like, you know, each campaign and so on. You will be getting uplifts, obviously, that's one of your aims. But you've got a secondary aim and is to be learning about your customers and all those insights that you're learning about your customers also then enables you to be rolling them out to other channels, right? So Mm. you ideally want to be testing motivations of your audience. Now, this is where you're going to get lots of insights. It's, It's almost like you're sending an email and it's like it's a survey and you're saying, do you like this or do you mm. like this? That kind of thing. And so you're actually getting them to vote with their, with their fingers or, you know, with their clicks. And so you're finding out more about them and what motivates them. You know, you can be testing a whole heap of different cognitive biases and motivations. And this then helps you to become that marketer rather than just, you know, an email campaign manager as such. Mm, that's amazing and very powerful because we are all individuals at the end of the day. So just to pop us in these segmented boxes doesn't always make sense. It doesn't always speak to me just because I fall into a specific age category. So I think that's super, super powerful. 
And then the third one is all to do with measurement. I think as email marketers, we tend to be so campaign oriented. We only in tech oriented, we tend to measure only those, you know, metrics that are easy to measure. And, but they're not always the ones that actually we really should be basing decisions on. And so, you know, the opens and the clicks, they're, they're great and we should be measuring them. We should be tracking them. We should be recording them and monitoring them. Absolutely. But these are just indicators of success. We need to identify what our actual success metric is. And that could change on a campaign by campaign basis. I'm not saying it doesn't, but we need to every single campaign that we send or marketing automation program that we set up, we need to identify what is the actual success metric. And then we're going to measure all the metrics leading up to that particular success metric um, and even beyond. But we're going to be making sure that we have recognized this is a success metric that we're going to be making decisions based upon. And that's the one. So I think that also is that's more of a marketing technique rather than an email marketing technique, you know, and this is bringing us right back to the very beginning. Because we're under budgeted and under resourced, what that tends to mean is we tend to go for the easy to achieve metrics when really we could be shooting ourselves in the foot because we could actually end up optimizing for the wrong result. Because as I said, they're only indicative and sometimes they're indicative uh, in the wrong way. <laughs> so yeah. what, you know, what gets the most opens does not necessarily get the most conversions. So mm. that's why we need to make sure that we are actually going to be optimizing for the right one. Absolutely. And we ultimately, we want to get business from these email campaigns. It's not just about people clicking through. We actually want them to convert, like you're saying. So I 100% yes. agree with you. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been really, really insightful for our listeners. You can get a copy of Kat's book, Holistic Email Marketing, a practical philosophy to revolutionize your business and delight your customers at Amazon. Learn how to build and maintain a high-performing list, the art and science of personalization, three steps to conversion, and so much more. Go and get it. You won't be sorry. Thanks, Kat. Thanks, Karen. Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. 